0: And I worship you I am. Lord, you were, you are mighty in this place. You are about to listen to Bishop Chrissy Ampuffo, pastor of Lighthouse Chapel International, Takari. Bishop Chrissy Ampofo has a unique teaching with a clearer understanding of the word. Get ready for an awesome time in the Word and receive your blessing, healing, and prophetic word as you listen to Bishop Christy Ampofo. As I sing praises to your name, I worship you. Talk to us, Lord. Bring a change where there needs to be a change where there needs to be healing, Lord. Let there be healing. Let there be deliverance. In the name of Jesus, I pray. And everybody say amen. Well, we have been looking at the subject of blessing and curses. Hallelujah. Or curses and blessings. I believe is a very important um, subject that we have to understand because everybody is under the influence of both. Amen. And um, the one that is a lot in your life is the one that describes your life. Hallelujah. Amen. I say the one that is a lot. We have blessings. We have curses. Blessings and curses are invisible forces in life that have an impact on us. Amen. Anybody who says or wants to be ignorant of blessings and curses, then it means you want to be ignorant in how to do well in life. Amen. Right from Genesis... We can see that God placed a curse on the earth. He placed a curse on the woman, placed a curse on the serpent, placed a curse on the man. Hallelujah. So right from there, we can see that there was some invisible powers that was making things to happen the way that they happened. So for many of us, our lives usually are following certain patterns. Now, those patterns can be patterns of blessings or patterns of curses. But we thank God that Jesus Christ became a curse for us. I said, we thank God that Jesus Christ became a curse for us so that we can become a blessing. I said, so that we can become a blessing. You miss the place to shout amen. Now, so important is this subject That you must really be attentive as I'm speaking about it last two weeks we have spoken about the nature of blessings and curses we looked at curses but the opposite is the blessing are you with me and we looked at 12 descriptions of somebody who is under a curse and when I come to Deuteronomy 28 you see it more clearly you see there are so many curses And blessings listed there. And you can see the category of the curses under the things that we have shared already. Today, I want to talk to you about how they operate. So, how blessings and curses operate. Number one, blessings and curses come through spoken words. Blessings and curses operate through words. They operate through words. Number two, blessings and curses operate through physical objects. Physical objects. When I say physical objects, it includes places. You know, Prophet went visiting one of our friends and they were experiencing a lot of storms in their marriage and they were about to say goodbye to one another. So he went to visit them. And he spent the night in their house. In the night, whilst he was asleep, suddenly, he saw that two people entered the room. And so he asked them, he said, who are you? And they said, we are the people who stay in this house. Then he said, no, it is so-and-so and his wife who stays in this house. Then the people said, no, 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 they have been staying there for a long time. So he asked them, their names, and they were called divorce. Amen. Abarijai, they were called divorce. So, so we stay here. And so, what, whoever comes to stay here, what we are will manifest in their life. Wow. So, they have two options. Jesus said, if you go into a strong man's house, if you are stronger than him, you can overpower him, and you can take your goods. Are you with me? So, you can either by spiritual warfare, get rid of the demons and therefore the curse, or change the house. Amen. Yes, yeah, sometimes the way it is, you just change the house. For example, you have gone to hire a room. In the room, the one who stayed in before committed suicide. And the one who stayed in before, the husband killed her and you have gone to stay in the room six months you can't sleep and then they will tell you that oh this room this room this is what happened you have two options either you begin to fast and pray and come against the spirit of death murder and suicide or what do you do the lord here are your keys i'm moving out i will advise you to use the second option because you have more things to pray about I don't think you can add this one. Suicide spirits are strong, powerful spirit. Totally, so, take your house. I'm going to another place. Amen. And there are places of blessings too. When you go there, you see that everything is well. So when I say blessings and curses are paid through physical objects, I also mean places. Mm? So physical objects means anything that is material that you can touch or where you can be. Then number three, blessings and curses operate by the things that we do and don't do. Add that one. The things that we do and don't do. Hallelujah. I'm teaching you the most important thing in your life, I tell you. Some of you are looking for special prayers. You should look for you should analyze your life, and you see that this thing is a curse. I'm going to do something about it. Mm? I told you that curses are usually they don't affect only one person. It will affect you. It will see it in your child, and so on. Yesterday I was reading an article on um, I was reading an article on CNN, and it's about um, Whitney Houston's daughter, and she is now almost dead. And do you know how she's dying? She was found drowned in a bathtub and it's like they are just waiting for her brain to go off. Then it's like she's dead. She's just 21 years old. Now question, how did her mother die? She drowned in a bathtub. So what she's dealing with, if you look at her life, she she's been in and out of rehab, drug rehabilitation, just like her mother. You see, so she's fallen follow- She just followed the steps of her mother, just that she's dying earlier. Wow! So when we talk about curses, you don't play with it. Yeah, one is working or the other, and your life is a sum total of the blessings or the curses operating in your life. If there are more curses operating in your life, your total life will be. Negative 10 plus 20 is what? 10. It's a blessing. Negative 20 plus 10 is what? Negative 10. So still, it's still negative. You see, so you must try, by what I'm teaching you, you must try to have more blessings in your life than curses. Do you understand? You see, some of us, the curse we are dealing with is too powerful to deal with. You you, you don't even understand it. So, you have to look for more blessings. Hmm? More blessings. You should look for more blessings. You should look for more blessings and the more blessings you have it will reduce the effect of the curse. Amen. But a lot of curses also are activated. So, that's why I'm saying blessings and curses operate by the things that we do and don't do. Hallelujah. And I will will explain them um, to you. So, let's go back to number one. We are looking at how the blessing and the curse operates. Now, blessings and curses operate through words. And when you come to church, you must write notes, okay? You must write notes because you need to remember it. And you have to be able to go back to it do your Bible study on it, and then implement it in your life. Okay? Implement it in your life. When you have a problem, you refer to your notes and the scriptures. And you say, ah, this is what Pastor was talking about. And then you are blessed. Amen. Remember, one of the things Satan does is that when you come to church and you are going, he steals the preaching that you have heard. It's in the Bible. He steals the preaching he steals the preaching he steals the preaching apart from the normal human being which can't remember much you understand because by the time you are sharing the grace if i ask you what did we say in church you will be struggling it's a normal human thing so benjamin says that a paper is smarter than a human being because a paper doesn't forget That is why you should always write if i ask you what did bishop preach about you open your notebook he said number one curses operate through words number two curses operate through what physical objects and places and then he said number three curses operate by the things we do and don't do right there you remember it is that not the case so try to always make notes now let's explain the first one a little further Let us go to Proverbs chapter 11 verse 9. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 9. Now, words are very powerful. Words are very, very powerful. And your whole life, you'll be surprised, is tied to the things that you are saying. Hallelujah. So, we must be careful what we say. Amen. Especially when you are speaking over your children because when we look at who has authority over who a father has authority over his children a mother has authority over her children teachers have authority over the children that go to school so when your child is going to school you must teach your child to refuse negative things that teachers say over them because some teachers say a lot of negative things about the children yeah it's very unprofessional a professional teacher won't do that but nowadays more than 50% of the teachers are not professional. And so they talk by heart. A lot of teachers in the class talk by heart. When, you're, when, you're, when, when your class, three class, four child comes home, the things they will tell you that the teacher said, you will be surprised. So some teachers, they speak negatively about the children, you see. They will tell them that as for you, dear, you can never do well. When the teacher says that over you, you must refuse it, you see so you must teach your child to refuse things said over them that are negative or you just but of course they shouldn't do it in front of the teacher and get a knock so as they are going back to sit down the teacher turns their head down they shouldn't not me <laughs> you will do well i say you will do well you will do well you will do well some of us our parents have said so many bad things about us oh your mother has lamented so much about giving birth to you. Your mother has complained, complained and complained and complained. "Oh, your life is full of misfortune. It's because of the things that your mother is saying over you. Mercy. So we must learn to be careful with the things that we say. In Proverbs 11:9, the Bible says, "The hypocrite with his mouth destroys his neighbor, the hypocrite, with his mouth. So the mouth can destroy. Okay? And what comes out of the mouth is the words that we speak. Hallelujah. In Proverbs chapter 12 verse 18, Proverbs chapter 12 verse 18, it says, there is one who speaks like the piercings of a sword. There is one who speaks like the piercings of a sword. But the tongue of the wise promotes health some people they can speak you into sickness the things they will say you you always have heart problems there are some husbands hey what they will say the descriptions they will give about their wife what they will say about their wife even in public by the time the wife is married to him for about three four five years the wife has no self-esteem. The wife doesn't believe in herself anymore. Because the husband has insulted her, insulted her so much. Breaks her spirit. Proverbs 15:4. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. So all these are words. What words can do. What words can do. So words are not to be played with. In Proverbs 18:21, the famous verse. The Bible says, "Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit." Death and life, death and life are in the power of the tongue. You, so you can speak life, and you can speak death. It depends on what you are saying. What are you saying about your situation? What are you saying about your life? Amen. What are you saying? What you say is very, very important. If you look at a country like China, the communist countries, one of the main things they do is that Cuba and co, they train their people to say only positive things about themselves and their countries. In fact, it's an offense to hear you saying anything negative about your country. Yeah. It's interesting, but I don't think they were doing it based on this principle, but you see, what it does is that it keeps the country on a certain course. Look at Ghana. Everybody's insulting Ghana and saying things about Ghana. Uh, It's difficult not to say things. Especially our leaders. May God bless our leaders. Or may God bless the government. So maybe God has to bring in some Josephs and some Daniels. People who have a certain mind that can work. Mark chapter 11 verse 22. We are talking about words, okay? If I give me Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3 first. Hebrews 11, three first. So if a curse is coming to you, most of the time, the bag in which it is being carried will be words. Huh? Words. Words. Words words. I know a lady, she insulted her mother. Then the mother looked at her and told her that she would never give birth. And she never gave birth. She never gave birth for years. Until one day as she was moving from one fetish priest to another, she went to a certain fetish priest, interestingly. But you see, fetish priest also deal with spiritual things. These are spirituals. So the fetish priest told her that she has offended somebody higher than her and the person has spoken. And the things the person has spoken will, has blocked her ability to give birth. So she must go and beg the person. Pray that the day you, you find out the person you must beg is not dead. Pray that the person is not dead. It will become a different story. So she went to beg her mother and her mother revoked the words that she has said over her life. And the lady gave birth one year after that. Yeah. So, so you must be afraid of words, especially words spoken over your life by people who have authority over you. Mm? There are not a lot. Your father, your mother, your, your elder, the older sibling over you has some amount of authority. You see? And then your husband, your teacher, and then your pastor. So teachers must be careful how they speak. You see? Then an older person who you have offended and then somebody you have offended. All these people can curse you. Wow. In Hebrews, the Bible says, True faith, we understand that the wells were framed by what? The concrete of heaven. Uh, when God wanted to make the earth, he went to look for concrete. No. They were framed by the words. 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 But listen, he says that through faith, we understand that the wells were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made by things which do appear. Things that are seen are made by things that don't appear. The visible is made by the invisible. Yeah. You'll be surprised, but the volta, the dam, the electricity in Ghana will work by invisible methods. Amen. So Hebrews 11.3 is showing you the methodology God used to create the world. It was words. I'm just trying to show you that words is a medium through which something would happen or affect your life. It's the words. Yeah. Whether curses or blessings. Go to Mark chapter 11. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say. He didn't say whosoever shall pray. He doesn't even prayer. out. I said, it's not even prayer. You have a problem in your life. You have a mountain. Remember, in Zechariah, the Bible says that, Who art thou, O mountain? Before Zerubbabel, thou shalt become a plain. Yeah. Because Zerubbabel will speak great things against you. And as he speaks, that is it. You are finished. So, he says whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Wow. He shall have whatsoever he saith. That's why the Nigerians and the Ewa's they, they name people the way that they name. They will call you prosper. So this one I was talking to one guy. He's called prosper. I said, Charlie, you better start manifesting the prosperity because you are called prosper. From the day you were born to today, every day somebody prophesies over you and says prosper. So they will call themselves prosper. They will call themselves happy. They will call themselves joy. Ah, huh? Is that not the case? Or what? Or charisma. Which means more grace. Amen. You should have a good name. Hallelujah. Wow. But you see, Jabez, his name was not too good. But he asked for more blessings. More blessings. And the blessings came and diluted the curse and his life total his total life was equal to a blessing hallelujah so this scripture is showing that you will have what you say what have you been saying what have you been saying what have you been saying have you been complaining about life have you been complaining have you been complaining and complaining every day every morning? If you have been complaining, I want to advise you today. As you make the complaints, you are saying things that will manifest themselves in your life. Proverbs chapter 6 verse 2. Proverbs chapter 6 verse 2 says, thou art snared by the words of thy mouth. That means that the words that you speak becomes a trap. And it it traps and prevents you. I said it traps and prevents you. Do you understand? George, come. You see, if George is here and he's trying to move here, and I am the word he has spoken, I become a trap. So he can only go where the words will allow him to go. And his words will keep him. Do you understand? His word will keep him. Bible says his words are a trap to him. So, let's assume this is his place. His current position in life. Whatever he says will be the trap in which he finds himself. So, he might as well be trapped in a blessing. Your amen is not working. You see, all these amens are trigger points for blessings. You see, because when you say amen, it means it shall be so. Yeah. So, you better be trapped in a blessing. The things you say. You should say, "As for me, dear. They will call me Sikeni. Yeah. They will call me Sikeni. Yeah. Yeah. You should say good things like our buy lands, our own lands, our own properties in the name of Jesus. When you are talking, sometimes when your landlord comes and he comes to harass you, then you are left alone with your wife. You shake your head. They say, hey, me who owns a lot of lands look at how somebody is harassing me you see you you should refuse to acknowledge the negatives always and always say because the words you say it's a trap you will not go anywhere apart from where the word you said is and then he says that thou art taking that means that the word you spoken has you see it has carried you do you get you are captured so, it's like if in the realm of the spirit you see that as you are moving it looks like you are walking. But actually people are being carried about. So, some people you see that Oh here yeah, actually no. Now, ordinary course. Yeah, you see but I do office know if it's okay but Oh yeah, actually, no. <laughs> poverty has gripped him. Some people too, you see that blessing has gripped them. Because the Bible says that thou art taking, taking, like in a vice grip, and it's taking you to where your words have said. Wow. Wow. Say good things so that good things will trap you. (laughs) May you be trapped in a blessing. I said, may you be trapped in good things. In Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. Yes. You will never beg. You will never borrow. In the name of Jesus. Many years ago, I remember those days were using the big TVs. And I remember I told my son, Michael, he was just about four or five years old. I said, one day, all our rooms will be filled with flat screens. Oh, it has come to pass. I have spare TV. I can actually give you one. If only you can ask. Yeah. It's very true. It's the things that you say. And we've been saying that this church shall be full. This church shall be full. This church shall be full. It will be full. This year. This year. This year. This year. This year. This year. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Wow. All here. There will be people here. All here. There will be people here. I say all here. There will be people. We'll tell the choir, go on to the stage. Because there's no space here for you. In the name of Jesus. I said, in the name of Jesus. You see, Bishop the Post said that the amen is not just saying it, but it's like whoever entered the pool first got the blessing. So when something is said, uh, the one who says the amen first gets the blessing. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, so, curses and blessings, they come by words. Words. When they just speak the words, then it is, the curse is coming. Genesis chapter 3. Quickly, Genesis chapter 3, verse 10. And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid. Next verse. And he said, who told thee that thou was naked? Next verse. The Lord God said unto the woman what is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, the serpent beguiled me and I did eat. Next verse. And the Lord God said unto the serpent so now a curse is coming and it is going to come through the medium of words. He says, because thou hast done this thou art cursed above all cattle. You see, So the curse came through words. It was spoken, and it was so. He said, And above every beast of the field, upon thy belly shalt thou go, and thou shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. Next verse. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman. Anybody who who has a snake as a friend is a strange person. In fact, Af- Africans you will hardly find us having snakes as friends. White people, a lot of, uh, not a lot, but they befriend snakes. Some of them live with them, some of them have them in their rooms. Hey. But as for here, do you think if a snake appeared here, what will happen in the church? Hey, look for some stone, look for steak. it will die at once. You see, it was a castle. Why don't you do the same to dogs? Why don't you do the same to chicken? I mean chicken to die, but (laughs) for a different purpose. (laughs) He said, I will put, and even that one, the Bible says, I have given you all the fowls for food. And it is so. Amen. You see, so, this is God speaking, and he said, I'll put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed, it shall bruise thy head. If you are killing a snake, are you not always looking for the head? Are you not always looking for the head? It's a case. Why don't you kill lizards? I mean, people kill lizards, but I mean if a lizard came here, our aim will be to suck it from the room. You know, but if you want to kill the lizard, then you too are, you are, you are too wild. <laughs> but most people just want to get the lizard out of the room. But if it is a snake, no. It must die. Is that not the case? The next verse. Unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. Wow. Wow. Says who? Who is talking now? God. I'll multiply thy soul and thy conception and so thou shalt bring forth children and thy desire shall be to thy husband and he shall rule over thee. Mercy. It was a curse. Amen. Yeah. We have gynecology. We don't know, what's the name of the study on, of men's problems? Is there any, any department like that? No. But there's a whole department for women. Why? Because God said something. And the thing is passing. It's a curse. Next verse. And unto Adam unto Adam he said because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee saying thou shalt not eat of it cursed is the ground for thy sake in sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life so that's how men have to suffer to find money and feed their family. Huh? Any man who is not suffering to feed his family, if I was a woman, I would not marry you. But some women, they just marry you because they are tired. So they just marry you and then, you know, just for my bad. Really, Pa, she was choosing, she wouldn't have chosen you. Don't marry a man who can't work. You'll be so bored with him, eh? You'll be so annoyed with him. He doesn't bring money. In. He's he's talking big things in the house. He wants to eat snails. Snails. Do you know the price of snails? See, the woman will be tempted to ask him, and it's like insubordination. Is that the woman doesn't respect? When you look at your face, as you don't work, you say you want to eat snails the question we want to ask you is that do you know the price of snails? <laughs> you won't you won't say you want to eat herrings Ah, huh? that one is cheap, we can just buy it or she wants to ask you, how much pocket money did you give? so as for the men there our own is that you will struggle struggle, is life not a struggle? yeah So you should try to educate yourself and position yourself in such a way that the struggle will not be too difficult. Do you understand? Yeah. The struggle will be lighter. But it is there. You have to work. You have to exert some energy to get something out of life. And all these things is because of words that were spoken. So the curse came through the words. So, we want to be careful with what is said about us. That is why your pastor should speak a word of blessing over you. You should say, Pastor, I want to come and see in the office. Say, pastor, speak a word of blessing over my life. I'll say, be blessed in the name of Jesus. I'll say, may you not struggle in the name of Jesus. Hey, you should come for it. A lot of you, your blessings are inside my mouth. For a long time, I've been chewing it like chewing gum. Hey. Noah chapter 11 and he said "Cursed be Canaan a servant of servants shall he be unto his brethren this is Noah he was the father of Shem, Ham and Japheth and Ham went to see that his father was drunk and naked and asleep and he began to laugh and began to send tweets was tweeting his father's nakedness. He said that everybody come and see. Momra no. You see, he began to sing. <laughs> but his brothers, Bible says that they even didn't want to see. They just took a cloth and walked backwards, and then they covered their father's naked. So when the father woke up, he spoke curses over Canaan. He said, Cursed be Canaan. A servant of servants shall he be. Hey. A servant of servants shall he be. A servant of servants shall he be. He has a lot of dimensions. Yeah. A lot of dimensions. Now, one of them is this. When you look at Simeon, the guy who carried the cross For Jesus. He was an African. Uh, The Bible says it. So at that point, he became a servant of the servant Jesus. Jesus at that time was a servant. He was playing the role of a servant. A servant of servants shall he be. So it's one of the, this thing. But the real meaning of this is Africa. What we are seeing. A servant of servants shall he be unto his brethren which is Japheth and Shem Europe, Asia the servants that we are to them it's a curse spoken wow let me read one more curse to you Jacob Jacob's father had a blessing and he wanted to release a blessing and so Rebecca. You see, when they gave birth to the children, we had Jacob and Esau. The father loved Esau. It's interesting, eh? The father loved Esau. The mother loved Jacob. It's very fantastic. And you see, Rebecca, you know, Rebecca told Jacob, your father wants to release a blessing to your brother Esau but i want you to get the blessing remember jacob's name is a thief his name is a thief he he steals things the meaning of his name is that he's a thief the mother told jacob jacob i want you to go and steal the blessing that your father has for your brother so the mother disguised him you see because the father told esau go and catch bushmeat venison prepare it in a way that i like bring it so that after i have eaten i would express myself to you hey are you interested in what i'm teaching you very verse one and it came to pass that when isaac was old his eyes were dim so that he could not see he called Esau his eldest son and he said unto him behold here am i next verse and he said behold now i am old i know not the day of my death next verse Uh, What he meant was that he wanted to give him an inheritance. But he he had money. He had cattle. He had a lot of things. But to him, that wasn't the valuable thing. He wanted to give him something more valuable. So he said, "Now therefore take, I pray thee, thy weapons thy quaver and thy bow go out of the field take me some venison next verse and make me several meat such as i love and bring it to me that i may eat that my soul may bless thee before i die wow the power of food i said the power of food and rebecca heard when isaac spoke to esau his son and esau went to the field to hunt for the venison to bring it next verse and rebecca spake unto jacob her son say behold i heard thy father speak unto esau thy brother saying bring me venison make me several meat that i may eat and bless thee before the lord before my death next verse now therefore my son obey my voice according to that which i command thee next verse go now to the flock fetch from thence two good kids of the goats and I will make them savory meat for thy father, such as he loveth. Wow! And thou shalt bring it to thy father, that he may eat, and that he may bless thee before his death. Next verse. And Jacob said to Rebecca, his mother, "Behold, if so my brother is hairy man; I am a smooth man. My father peradventure will feel me, and I shall seem to him as a deceiver, and I shall bring a curse." upon me and not a blessing you see so he was referring to a curse that comes by the thing that you do you remember i said the third where a curse comes or a blessing comes is by what you do or don't do you see next verse and his mother said unto him upon me be thy curse my son only obey my voice and go fetch them and when you study the life of rebecca the curse really came a curse came onto her life wow but you see it's words so when when he said it then she she captured the curse by what she said so he said that upon me be thy curse you see israel when pontius pilate said that jesus is a is an honest man we shouldn't kill him my time is so gone we shouldn't kill him you know and that he has done nothing wrong innocent blood he doesn't want to shed innocent blood so that curses will come upon him what did Israel say? Israel said let the curse come upon our heads and on our children's children yeah it's one of the explanations for holocaust where Hitler killed millions hundreds of thousands of, of Jews wow anyway so these are curses working by things people are saying and he went and fetched them brought them to his mother his mother made savory meat which as his father loved and rebecca took goodly raiment of her eldest son Esau, which were with her in the house and put them upon jacob her younger son you see, the mother was rather than the son although the son was the one called jacob the mother knew how to deceive more but the interesting thing i'm noticing is that bible says that god loved jacob and god hated Esau. so it's like the mother chose the one god loved which is an interesting Bible analysis we can do, but for another time. And she put the skins of the kids of the goats upon his hands and upon the smooth of his neck. Next verse. And Jacob said unto his father, I am Esau, thy firstborn. Hey, now there he was lying. I have done according as thou badest me. Arise, I pray thee, sit and eat of my venison, that thy soul may bless me. And Isaac said unto his son how is it that thou has found it so quickly remember that he told him that take your bow and arrow and go to the bush and then the mother said that I have some two goat kids right here with me so let me do so don't cast away your suspicions yeah tell the person by you don't cast away your suspicions it may be saying something to you. So Isaac said, How is it that thou hast found it so quickly, my son? And he said, Because the Lord thy God brought it to me. <laughs> hey! <laughs> this is what Esau said. Oh. He said, Because the Lord thy God brought it to me. Wow. Next verse. And Isaac said unto Jacob, Come near. I pray thee that I may feel thee, my son. Whether thou be my son Esau or not because you see he was coming to say something but what he would say would impact his life so much and it cannot be withdrawn or canceled words amen and Jacob went near unto Esau his father he felt him and said the voice is Jacob's voice but the hands are the hands of Esau Charlie the father had seen the thing he should have believed what he what he felt you see it's called knowings and feelings. Sometimes you have knowings. You see, when you read the Bible, the Bible says that when a woman has gone to commit adultery and a spirit of suspicion comes upon the husband, then he gives some things that they should do to prove whether the woman has committed adultery or not. So when you are with somebody, all these feelings, knowings and things, don't disregard them. Just note them and put them down. One day you will deal with them. And he discerned him not because his hands were hairy, as his brother Esau's hands. So he blessed him. And he said, At thou my very son Esau. Ah, it it seems as if he was really trying to ascertain whether it was Esau or not. Next verse. And he said, bring it near to me, and I will eat of my son's venison, that my soul may bless thee. And he brought it near to him, and he did it, and he brought him wine, and he drank. Next verse. And his father Isaac said unto him, come near me now, and kiss me, my son. Next verse. And he came near, kissed him, and he smelled the smell of his raiment. So this was the last checkpoint. He wanted to smell him. So he smelled, if you are buying bread, and you don't know whether it's nice or not nice, just smell the bread. You know whether it's good bread or not. That's my, 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 my technique. It is under contention but it's my technique. <laughs> so he said, "Smell smelled the smell of his raiment and blessed him and said, See, the smell of my son is as the smell of a field which the Lord hath blessed Therefore, God give thee of the dew of heaven, and the fatness of the earth, and plenty of corn and wine. Let people serve thee, and nations bow down to thee. Be Lord over thy brethren, and let thy mother's sons bow down to thee. Cursed be everyone that cursed thee, and blessed be he that blesseth thee. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. And it came to pass as soon as Isaac had made an end of blessing Jacob, and Jacob was yet scarce gone out of from the presence of Isaac, his father, that Esau, his brother, came in from his hunting. And he said also, and he also have made savory meat and brought it out to his father and said unto him, Father, let my father arise. 32. And Isaac, his father, said unto him, Who art thou? and he said, I am thy son, thy firstborn Esau. And Isaac trembled very exceedingly. who was So, he said, hey, what has happened? He said, what has happened? I've, I've, I've given the blessing to somebody else. And we are talking about words. Words. And Isaac trembled very exceedingly and said, "Who?" where is he that have taken venison and brought it to me and I have eaten of it before thou came and have blessed him yea he shall be blessed and when Esau heard the words of his father he cried with a great and exceeding bitter cry and said unto his father bless me even me also oh my father and he said thy brother came with subtlety and have taken away thy blessing and he said, is not he rightly named Jacob? For he have supplanted me these two times. He took away my birthright, and behold, now he has taken away my blessing. And he said, has thou not reserved a blessing for me? Oh, it's too fantastic. It's all so make wild. He said that his brother has stolen from him twice. He took his birthright. Do you know how he took it? The brother said, I'm hungry. Give me beans to eat. Then he said, I will give it to you, but you have to exchange it for a birthright. So he made a deal with him and said, so say to me, you you are my small brother, but I give you my birthright. If you give it to me, I'll give you beans to eat. So he gave it to him and he also said it. And it was done. It is done. It is done. I said it was done. Look, some of you must go and look for your father or your mother and tell the father, speak something over me. You can even write. Write what you want your father to say. And say, father, read it over my life. Read it over my life. Listen to what happened. And Esau said unto his father, Has thou but one blessing? My father, bless me, even me also. Oh, my father. And if Saul lifted up his voice and wept. Oh. And Isaac, his father, answered and said unto him, Behold, thy dwelling shall be the fatness of the earth and of the dew of heaven from above. And by thy soul shall thy life and shall serve thy brother. You see, because he had already given the master to the brother. So now the the father is saying thou shalt save thy brother. Almost like a curse. It's the best he could do. And it shall come to pass when thou shalt have the dominion that thou shalt break his yoke from off thy neck. And Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing wherewith his father blessed him. Wow. And Esau said in his heart, The days of mourning for my father are at hand. Then will I slay my brother Jacob. Wow. You see, so, ladies and gentlemen, I want us to understand that the thing that the blessing and the curse comes through are words. You should always take words seriously. When you are speaking over your children, You must restrain yourself sometimes. You must restrain yourself sometimes. You must not say everything that you feel like saying. Because when you say them, it will wound their life. Whether it be good or it be bad. So learn to say good things over the people you have dominion over. And then over your own life, learn to say good things. When you wake up in the morning and you pray, declare that today is my day. This is the day the Lord has made. I shall rejoice and be glad in it. You should declare it unto yourself. You say, today is my best day. Today, everything shall work in my favor. Today, everything shall respond to my favor. In the name of Jesus, the Lord is sending good people my way. The Lord is sending open doors my way. The Lord is sending new contracts to me. In the name of Jesus. Learn it to, learn it. Don't become the dog of any prophet. Don't become the subject of any prophet. In this era, God is not leading you by prophets. I'm telling you, God is leading you by pastors. I am a higher prophet to you than Prophet One, or any other prophet that you will know. Yeah. And what I say over your life, that is it. You have to come for it. You shouldn't make your pastor or your father or, your, or whoever has authority over you, you shouldn't make them sad. Yeah. So that they sigh and then they, they begin to say things about you that are not a blessing. Yeah. And yourself, you shouldn't be disappointed in your life. You should always speak good things about your life and say it is well. You should look at your hand and say, this is my wedding ring. It is coming in the name of Jesus. It is coming in the name of Jesus. It is coming in the name of Jesus. Don't be shy about it. Yeah. You will drive your own car. Yeah. You will drive your own car. You will live in your own house. Yeah. You will have your own children. In the name of Jesus. You will not borrow. You will rather lend to many people. In the name of Jesus. When they mention your name a blessing has appeared. I said, when they mention your name, solution has come. You'll be a problem solver in the name of Jesus. Whatever is difficult in your life, God will turn it and make it easy for you. In Jesus' name, receive the blessing of being above only and not beneath in the name of Jesus. I said, in the name of Jesus, what the enemy has withheld from you, God is releasing it to you this year In the name of jesus what has been difficult for you shall be easy in the name of jesus i said in the name of jesus i said in the name of jesus everyone who is believing god to marry i prophesy over your life your marriage is coming your blessing is coming your breakthrough is coming your husband is coming your wife is coming your wedding is coming on earlier than you can think in jesus name i said in jesus name Every unemployed person in the church, a job is coming for you. I said, a job is coming for you. Any employed person, your promotion is coming. I said, your promotion is coming. A new job is coming for you. If your salary is at one level, another job that will pay you 10 times is coming into your life. In the name of Jesus, receive it. May the favor of God be with you. May the grace of God be with you. May the help of God be with you. In the name of Jesus. When you find yourself in a difficult place. May the hand of God come and help you. In Jesus name. I speak it over your life. And it shall be so. In Jesus name. Give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father we thank you. I thank you for the revelation of your scriptures and your word. And I pray for your people. May we be examples of blessings and prosperous people wherever we find ourselves. We thank you, Lord, once again, that you will cause your house to be full. You will cause our cell meetings to work. You will cause our area shepherds receive a double portion blessing i speak a double blessing over every area shepherd and every potential area shepherd once you are shepherding a cell i speak a special blessing for you may the lord bring you a special blessing for responding to the call of the cell in the name of jesus for everyone that invites somebody to church Lord send a new angel of blessing into their life for everyone person they bring of God in the name of Jesus I hang this blessing over the atmosphere of the church and may it happen to everyone that helps to increase your house I bless your people with these words in Jesus name I pray and everybody say amen Blessed by this message. For copies of this message, visit our vision bookshop at our church premise near Wamkoan. I worship You. Yeah, yeah. yeah. worship Would you sing it with me? I worship You, great.